Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome to another episode of the Self Build Plus podcast, where we chat with self builders, suppliers, and experts about all things home building and renovating in Ireland on both sides of the border. I'm Astrid Matson, your host and the editor of Self Build Magazine. So we have Orlean McCaffrey. Uh, you were the cover of, it was the autumn 2020 edition, I think, of the magazine. Yeah. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, so we'll, so would you want to get us started on um, the site, I suppose, that was the first big hurdle, um, actually finding somewhere to build um, yeah. your um, home? Your, the, the site was quite local, but we'd looked at it some years and years before. Um, it was family sort of farmland. Um, so we had a look at it, we approached the, the farmer that owned it, but he had gifted it to a daughter. Um, and then we decided, right, we're going to have to look elsewhere. Um, my husband was from the general area, so that was sort of the choice where to live um, or where to build. So we did look about, um, years later then we decided, right, there's nothing that takes our fancy. We kind of put a bit of work into the house we were in. And once we had that work done, then we were kind of restless again to build. So um, we just went right in about one day and we were checking sites and we had seen one about two miles from where we are now. Um, and someone just came into our head and said, we're going to go back and ask, had he something else on the land? Um, when we went back and said, you know, if you any other building sites here? Um, we said, well, actually, the one that you wanted is actually free if you want to take it. Have a think about it. And we decided there and then, no, we were definitely taking it. So kind of shook hands on the, the land. And that's Fabulous. The yeah. So that, that so that's, when was this? This is, you're in Fermanagh, aren't you? In, in County Fermanagh? Zona County Fermanagh, yeah. Yeah. And this was then what, what year, what time scale are we talking about? Yeah, 2015. Uh-huh. And so the site already had planning, did it? Or? It had outline planning with um, actual plans for a story and a half. Um, it was the 
plan. I think the design was for about 1,400 square feet. Um, not the design we wanted. So um, we, you know, looked into the planning commission um, obviously then approached an architect and things. So just started from scratch with the plans ourselves. So the was that too big, too small? What was wrong with the plans um, or was it was the configuration? Too small or? and just um, not modern, which was what we had in mind. Um, so it just wasn't modern enough for us or big enough. You you had you had taken photos, I think, hadn't you, of houses yeah, in the yeah, area? Yeah, on search for a site. Um, when we used to be out, sort of, um, in the car and that, you know, having a look around houses at weekends, we used to take photographs of houses that we liked. Um, things we would take from one house, maybe didn't like in another necessarily. Um, we actually approached other people that had built in the area, asking, you know, could we have a look around and stuff like that. So we kind of had compiled a bit of a scrapbook. Um of sort of our dream, you know, we, we'd always wanted to build and um, what we wanted sort of, you know, from scratch where we put things, you know, the layout, things like that. So we compiled quite a, a scrapbook of ideas already, even prior to getting the land. And so what was in it? What were kind of the, the dream things that you wanted in, in the um, house? Dream things was um, always to be open plan um, big living areas, you know, open spaces, um, I have quite an extended family, so it's, it was always a, a dream to be able to entertain everybody in the one house. Um, Elton's dream was always to have a home cinema, a home theatre. Um, so that was originally to go above a garage, so to have a story and a half garage cinema. Um, and when we approached the architect, we sort of gave him all our ideas and said, you know, this ideally what we want. Um, obviously our budget paid a part. And um, so <laughs> can you see what you can come up with, um, you know, with it, with our ideas. But our main thing was our home cinema, um, open kitchen, sitting room. And I want my, my big staircase as well. So the floating yeah, stairs. Yeah. So so you did you, you did manage to get your open plan anyway, so that mm-hmm. you got to entertain before COVID, hopefully. <laughs> I know we um, COVID hit, but we, we get entertainment sometime. <laughs> Um, so, so then the the cinema was redesigned a bit, was it, by the architect from memory, um, wasn't it? Yeah, he decided that um, a lot of people who build garages they're never used as a garage, um, so leave the garage to one side and concentrate on the house. So he incorporated the cinema onto the house, onto the side. Um, you can see in the magazine there's steps, external steps. So that's where the cinema would lead to, uh, or the steps lead to the cinema. But we didn't want it to be full-time accessible from the house. So we came up with the concrete walkway across the hallway um, and left a doorway already there, an existing doorway, but we bricked it up so that we have to go outside the house and up into the cinema, you know, to, to enjoy it. And that's, and that's, is that okay when it's raining and stuff? It's not um, covered, is it? it? It actually does work because you feel like you're getting out of the house. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, you should have a ticket booth or yeah. something. <laughs> um, it's, it's quite self-contained, you know. It has its own toilet and wash hand basin, and you know, it's a separate in a bathroom of its own. We have put in a bar, um, with some cupboard space. There's a fridge, you know, for wine, beer, whatever you, you like to keep in it. Um, so it's quite self-contained. So you're not in and out of the house as such. Once you go out, you're out. Um, we felt that if we had left the doorway into it. Um, we'd never be out of the cinema and then we wouldn't enjoy the house as much. So, 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting. And so the so how you, what did you put in? It's like a full. It's like a real cinema, is it? With like um, a proper screen yeah, and all that, or properly how um, did you hardwired? Um, all the sound systems right through the roof, surround sound. We went with a core ceiling in the, the cinema room, um, just for for sound effect. Um, we have quite a few of our favorite movie posters that we you know ordered online, got them framed, and they're around the walls. And stuff like that. So we have a fitted projector, and um, rather than going with a fixed screen, which many people tend to go for, and um, we actually went with uh, cinema paint. So you paint it directly onto your wall, and project onto the wall. So the cinema screen, I think it's about one hundred and thirty-two inch. So yeah, it's fairly popular. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's fabulous. So, um, so then in terms of getting planning permission for that redesign, were there any hiccups, or did they ask for things to be um, changed? We we asked for they're, they're happy enough with size wise. Um, I think it finished up about two thousand seven hundred square feet or thereabouts. They were happy enough size wise. I initially wanted the house, the front of the house to be sort of tilted a little bit up the hill, so it wasn't facing the road. Um, more for privacy. They didn't like that idea, you know, the sort of want mm-hmm. to be keeping with um the rest of the houses obviously on the road. So they did allow us a fraction, you know, to turn the house a little bit. Um, so we just had to compromise with that. But there was no no, no major issues, no. So then, how do you go about um kind of deciding all the building methods and all that? Did did the architect guide you with that or did you guys um, have any strong feelings about any of those aspects? We had a builder in mind, um, which was the builder that actually did build our house, Pat McManus. Um, Pat at the time was fairly busy, so obviously we tendered it out to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. We'd seen quite a few of Pat's designs and his workmanship, so you know, need to say we were impressed. He didn't, um, he didn't put in his tender, so we kind of approached him and said, you know, Still another two weeks of you know tender time left. Will he at least put in a tender? So he did in the end up, um, and it was basically on word of mouth and um, his workmanship. You know, from seeing other properties that he had built. Did he fully take charge of the build process for you? Then did, were you guys on site quite a bit? Did you project manage everything, or was he the one um, like organizing all the trades and and people in on time and the trades? Yeah. Um, some of the electrical work and everything, you know, we would have had a lot of input. We were on site every day because we were only three or four miles away. Um, so he, he did contract manage a lot of it, but we had a lot of input in who we wanted, you know, so we were quite flexible that way. Um, you know, he had like people, firms that he would use, say, for the windows that we wanted a different firm and stuff like that. So we had a very, very good relationship with the builder and, you know, we were quite flexible that way. So the payments then went through the builder for everything with mm. you choosing what you wanted or did you kind of go and buy your own stuff for certain um, things? Or? We chose to buy all the electricals, um, the, you know, our sockets and things, um, mainly because I wanted, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, people go for whatever their budget allows, but I wanted it to be quality. I didn't want to have to change things down the line. Um, so we, we bought all the electrical appliances, uh, all the electrical sockets, the mess system that we have, all our cameras, security. Um, we bought all our bathroom suites as well. Um, again, from speaking to builders, you're limited to choice. 
Um, you know, you're sort of given three or four different things right there. Your choice, pick from there for your bathrooms. Again, I want to go with my own designs. You know. Mm-hmm. So we played in the kitchen. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, kitchen. Yeah, it was the same. It was left out of the build. Um, again, just personal choice. I wanted it to be a certain way. Um, and the color, everything as you see, probably from the magazine is gray, black, white. Um, and I wanted it no handles whatsoever. So it's all clean lines and stuff like that. So again, it it was just limited with the contractor. And so the, the how how did the design of the kitchen itself what were so no handles um an island I presume uh, an island yeah um mm. of the game with entertainment in mind the families um an island that you could set up comfortably and again people generally I've seen three I went with four a four seater island that's just over three meters long um the kitchen no handles whatsoever for the little people so. The, the nieces and nephews can't get into cupboards, they're not in opening things, getting fingers nipped, stuff like that. So although we've no family ourselves, we were conscious of, you know, smaller children visiting and stuff like that. So everything's just pushed close. Very good. Um and then just the, the finishes like the the worktops and stuff like that, was that a bit of a search or did yeah. you was that was a, about that was one of the killing points for me. Um Forks and tiny surfaces, I'm not into it all. I like sort of matte finishes and um, I didn't want laminate. So I was kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. The Facebook has some self-built forums as well. So I had seen an idea of micro cement. Um, Elton was reluctant to go with the micro cement idea. He'd never seen it before. And I said, well, it's cheaper. Um, like the whole kitchen quartz, I think was coming in about four and a half thousand. This was coming in about eighteen hundred. Um, you can change it and work with it. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, massive budget mm. price. You know, difference. Um, it we went well. Alan said, "Right, I'm going to go with your idea. Let's see how it works out." So it was a bit of a a deal breaker in the end up, but um, we went with a guy Pavel Lehman. He does a lot of work in Ireland. Um. He showed us samples, showed me pictures, and I went with it because it was changeable, so it wasn't fixed thing. Once it's there, you've spent your money; it's done. Um, you can change it every year if you like. Um, it's dur- totally durable. Any accidents, cracks, things like that, they can come. You know, put the micro cement back on, polish it off, and the the look of it is fantastic. You know, you can leave it as rough as you want or smooth, high gloss. So, you know, there's just a lot of room for manoeuvre with it. Um, in fact, I'm even thinking already of changing the colour on it. Um, just to okay. change. Um, you yeah. don't even pay the full price again for your finish. So then you, is it is it durable then? Because you think hot pads, lemon, lemon it's stains and things. Course, um, no staining whatsoever. Um, obviously, you have to be careful with the use of bleach and stuff. Because you know it would eat it, um, or you know, I don't know, pick, you know, pucker it or whatever yeah. the builder terms are for it. Um, mm. so literally, um, you know, antiseptic spray, whatever you have, even just water brings it up to brand new. I've put hot pans on it, I chop on it, everything, and never, there's never a mark on it. 
Um, in fact, had I went, you know, in tile bathrooms, I would recommend putting the, the micro cement even in wet rooms, bathrooms. It, it, it's really, really fantastic. Um, luckily, um, a couple of people have actually went and changed their work pops and micro cement upon seeing it, you know, finished. Um, it, it's just the flexibility it gives you, you know, you can put anything, you can put coins into it, marbles, families put pictures into it. You know, it's just mm. it's an amazing product. Very cool. And the sink is the sink as well? Is it all one thing or did um, you? No, the, the idea of it is you, um, you put your base in so you can put whatever you can play or, you know, whatever kind of wood you want and have it as chunky as you want as well. So, you know, if you think, if you put your depth on and you thought, no, that's hard to deep or too shallow, you can add to it before the micro cement is on. Um, and then again, you can up with any sink you want, any size. They're just uh, micro cement in around it and seal it off. And then your sink, you just set it in, you know, and you become with it. Work with it then that way. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, the microsmith is actually coming back to bring the microsmith up from the worktop as a splashback. And again, that can be yeah. any color that you want as well. So, mm, very nice. Yeah. Um, and so the then in terms of the the build itself, um, did you guys have any? Did you have to make any changes during the build, or were there any? Did anything happen on site that you thought? You know, um, we have to change this, or we we should do that, or no, no not nothing really. major. No, um, we had a bit of an issue around our plaster. Um, again, just one of them things. Um, we spoke with the plaster, spoke with the contractor. Um, they, they could have probably patched it in and stuff. Um, but I felt no, it was better. It would have been a better finish just to take it off. So that did delay us quite a bit. Um, but again, I I think when you're building from from scratch, you know, it has to be, be right. <laughs> um, when you, Absolutely. You know, you to, yeah. yeah. So apart from that, no, we didn't change anything. Um, we, we stuck more or less to our original plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and that does help with timelines and things. So were you were you in on budget and on time then? Um, time-wise, no. Roughly? <laughs> <laughs> time-wise, definitely, definitely not. Um, we actually found that... Um, by moving in on site so we moved into one bedroom and one bathroom basically um that we got more of a push to get things done um so definitely time wise no i think we were probably a good 10 months over 
And what was that due to? Due to the plastering, um, and then we had an issue with it, um, the electricity supply. Um, the uh, farmer up behind us, um, is uh, he has hen houses or chicken houses. Um, he actually decided why we were building to put up another shed. And he got the last um, sort of electrical supply on that line, on the transformer. So that was a bit of a headache. Um, the cost of that went up to nearly £14,000, which was totally unexpected, um, because we mm. would provide the new transformer um, and bring it across. So weather-wise, it held us up about five months because the electric had to come across the field belonging to the farmer. He didn't want the heavy machinery going into the cables and stuff and um, so massive delay with that and the classroom all right okay but you managed to move in in the end so that's good yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so then it, with hindsight kind of the the tips and advice kind of lessons learned along the way and um, um, for others yeah definitely utilities apply for the utilities very early on and um, i would <sighs> even say as soon as you have your plan of permission um, go ahead, get your water applied for your electricity because we applied for it far too late. Um, so let hard lesson learned there. Um, don't change your plans if you can help it. Um, you know, sort of just go with it. Go with what you have. Um, because again, you're eating up time because everything you change is money. Um, and make friends with your contractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we had a very good relationship with them, and it did, did make things a hell of a lot easier. You know, we'd heard stories people argue the fallout, and he's very laid back. We were laid back, um, but we still have to keep a push on. You know. Mm-hmm. And and then in terms of um, things you might change now that you've been in the house, let's say you know things are are certain things you're thinking. Oh well. Maybe those sockets weren't as nice as I thought. Or, yeah, you know, um, socket like was actually, and I thought like every um our architect builder, everybody said, you know, go double sockets everywhere. You can never have enough. Now we put plenty, plenty sockets everywhere. Um, I actually opted for floor sockets. Um, so I definitely go with more floor sockets. Um, and believe it or not, we probably would have, with hindsight, we'd have changed where the cinnamon steps are to the reverse to the back of the house. So where they're at the front of the house, the steps to go up to the cinema, we would have torn them around and come out the back of the house and up to the cinema. Yeah. And um, and is that for privacy or why why um, would you? Okay. Privacy and just that look, although, you know, everybody that comes to the house says, oh, what, where did, you know, where's the steps go to? So it's a talking point as well. Um, but more for convenience just for ourselves, you know, that it would have been the other way around. Um, <gasps> but again, it, it is a good talking point, you know, People will, the first thing they will ask, where does your steps go? And as soon as you mention cinema, of course, then don't want to go and watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> or have a drink or, or both. <laughs> of course. So, so was the cinema a big expense then? Was that kind of like your big splurge on the project? Uh, believe it or not, it wasn't. Um, the cinema, um, including your you know, your projector, your um, the equipment you know, that runs it, obviously, because you can play the PlayStation through it. And um, the TV goes through it, the computer can go through it. So it, it's quite diverse that way. You know, we can use quite a lot of things through it. Um, for a home cinema system, you're probably talking about three and a half thousand sterling. 
um, which is not a lot of money, you know, for the entertainment yeah. um, factor. That That's it. not bad. No, mm. no. I think we saved on not having the screen. Um, the the paint that you use to the wall is about three or four hundred pounds. Um, obviously you can spend a lot more than that. It works for us, you know. The quality of pictures is fantastic. Um, but no, it's, it's for a home cinema, and I say the entertainment factor that we got out of pre-COVID. Um, you know, it's paid off. Our biggest splurge was probably the stairs. Um, yeah. that came in around fourteen thousand as well. So that that was the biggest, I think, expense. How did that design come about? Um, I seen it in um on Grand Designs. I suppose like many people watch that. Um and I, I just always loved them. I actually had a fear of the gaps for a long time. Um luckily a house that I know actually put them in as well. So I went and asked them to have a look about, you know, step up and pound and things like that just to get a look. And because we went into the glass front of the house. Um, you know, it, it really does have that wow factor. You know, it might be there and lights are on. And, um, it, it's just it's my probably favorite part of the house is there. So. so it had to be custom made, I presume. Yeah. Um. Then. Yeah, it was a company Euro Scroll. Um, and again, the power of Facebook. Um, we went with them. Um, has to be very, very meticulous. You know, measurements. They come out several times. Everything just measured, measured, measured again. Um, because the metal sleeves that went to the wall um, and then your oak beams you know for each there then has to go on as a sleeve so there's no room for, for error whatsoever um, and again your glass so you know they kept double checking are you happy is this what you want is this your design um, even down to the metal boat you know that hold the glass um, so quite a lot of time and money spent on the stairs but they were well well worth it now I have to say yeah, absolutely. And then you had to source the lighting for it because it's such a central piece. You kind of had to find something that matched as well. <laughs> the light was actually bought before even the builders were done on site. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, um, design staircase around that light. Yeah, uh, uh, but the, the, the light was was just the, the thing, you know. And we knew we were going to only have um, two two sort of feature lights in the house because everything else is spots. Um, and we were in Belfast shopping and we came across artist lights in Belfast. So went in, had a look and actually bought the whole light and the kitchen, the ones over the table um, in the magazine as well. So they were actually bought off the design of the house. Um, so we had no idea how the house was going to look, but I had the lights bought. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Just have these lights, nothing else, only the lights. But yeah. um, I'm, I'm glad how they turned out to know that they are really, really nice now and a nice feature to have. Absolutely. And just just the last thing, uh, just to touch upon, was the heating and hot water system. Um, you went just with the standard oil boiler, wasn't it? Yeah, we have oil, and then we went with a back boiler stove as well. Um, and how's that working out for you guys? Is it uh, efficient and, and not very, too costly? Very, very easy to to um, maintain the heat in it. And um, we have the Nest system, the Nest Learning system. Um, so it has been a godsend because over you know sort of the first couple of weeks that you're in the house, out of the house, you can control it remotely as well. Um, the house very rarely needs any heating. Um, mm -hmm. Triple glazing, we went really 
you know, high end on our insulation as well. So our heating costs are minimal. The fire, like three, four sticks if you're lighting fire for a whole day. Um, mm. The house is very, very warm. In fact, you know, sometimes you can't sit in it. Um, it's not a bad complaint, but I would say from probably March to probably late September, we had no heating on in the house at all. Hmm. Yeah. So then, the 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 Nest system is a is a heating control system. There, do you do you have to when you say it's a smart system, it, it learns how you use the house, is it, or how yeah, does it, that it work? Learns, um, the controls. Your you know sort of you switching it on and off, um, or the temperatures you're setting it, it setting it to in each zone. So the house is in three different zones. Um, so if you know if we weren't having guests, so that you wouldn't have on guest bedrooms or that area, um. So it's quite clever in that, you know, if you were setting it to sort of 19 degrees um, an odd time putting it to 20, so it takes an average over the month. It sends you a report and it asks you that, you know, have a look at the report. Is it okay? You know, would you change here or there? Or, you know, would you preferably want it to be 18 or 20? So it, it learns as it goes along. So we leave it now that we've, like each zone has its own sort of temperature because the hallway, because of the glass needs to be higher than say the living area. Um, so we rarely ever have to touch the settings on the nest learning at all. You know what? That's very handy, isn't it? Yeah, and it, yeah. it keeps the the heating bills as low as possible. So, how much would you spend a year? Would you, or how many fills of oil? Or um, we fill the oil. I think we put about twelve hundred liters. Um, back in January, um, mm-hmm. we checked it about two weeks ago. And um, I wouldn't even say we've used a half a time. Right. Okay. It, and we're in December now. Yeah. 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 So I'd probably yeah, imagine so six, seven hundred liters, maybe a year. And um, the fire's only lit probably from November, maybe January, February. But you're talking twice, three times, you know, in the month. Mm, because mm. The, the stove itself is, is quite, you know, it's maybe too big for the house. But we have the luxury that if we have a fire lit, it will heat the house as well. You know, it's dual. So it keeps on the floor heating and heating as well. So it keeps the temperature in it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is very handy. That's great. Um, Was there anything else, anything specific about, let's say, the windows or any other aspects of the build that might be useful for others or your um, journey on, on those sides of things? I think um, windows definitely... A few changes I would probably make are probably more floor to ceiling windows. Um, I have floor to ceiling in one of the bedrooms. Um, so I would definitely rethink and double rethink your windows, what you, you know, your design. The floor to ceiling gives you that light. Um, you know, our room's probably the, the brightest room in the house, the bedroom. Um, the living room, as you can see, the floor to ceiling windows. So cost wise, it's not much of a difference because you're only really moving it down the wall. Um and also the the fact that we've core ceilings all upstairs as well, um, allowed for that you know the windows to be lower, but um definitely rethink your windows and go triple glaze all the way. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They hate they hate something else, you know. Mm, absolutely. You went triple glazed all around? Initially we went with um one side of the house, the longest side of the house there's a hill, you know, it's at the bottom of the hill. Um, and it's an open field, so it would be quite cold in the winter. Um, but 
we price then for the rest of the house to be triple glazed and you know for the cost um i don't even think it was like another thousand pound so it would have been foolish not to invest the money and just go with triple glazed all around you know I think, um, you know, on the, the, the point of buying the, the lights and things, um, p people sometimes wait to move in and have all this cost. You know, we were actually buying things for two to three years. Um, so I, I don't know why people, once they've got plans, they know how the house is going to look. Um, start buying your stuff early. You know, follow sales, Christmas now, January, things like that. Um, and pick your things up before you move in, you know, and you have less cost when you move into the house. Yeah, because as well, the builder then isn't snapping at your heels saying, listen, I need this to, you know, yesterday or all that. You don't have yeah, to but, rush to the shops yeah. to get just something to for him to fit or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, and, and again, um, you know, yourselves, Southfield Ireland, um, any form, anything you can be reading up on, getting some tips, you know, it's all out there. You know, social media is fantastic now for building. Mm. Um, and just keep scrapbooks as well, you know, as you're going along. Um, we found it helped massively because when you go to an architect, they're throwing everything at you. What do you want this, that? What, you know, how would you like this to look? Well, we had it already there. Um, and I suppose it makes their job easier that they're not guessing what, what the tastes are, you know. 100%, yeah. No, that's great. Well, listen, thanks so much, Orlean. I really appreciate your time. You're very welcome. And thanks for having me on board. That's it for this Self Build Plus podcast episode. Tune in next time for more tips and advice from experts and self-builders alike. And make sure to explore everything Self Build Plus has to offer. The Self Build Plus journey guides you through the process of building and home improving. The Self Build Plus forum allows you to share and learn from other self-builders. While the Self Build Plus videos and our Self Build Plus virtual events are packed with information and advice. With self-build, stop dreaming, start building. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.